This is Kobe Savage, the PVO CEO, and you are now tuned in to the Preacher's Corner with Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. I'm wishing you the happiest of holidays to you and yours. Peace and God bless. Hey everybody, this is Pastor Jay. Hey, and you're tuned into the Preacher's Corner with Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. I'm wishing your family and yours a Merry Christmas. This is Sherry with Averti's Cobblers. You've tuned in to the Preacher's Corner with Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. I'm wishing you a Merry Christmas to you and yours. We're back in the building. Pastor JT chopping it up. Once again, we have another dope guest that's been pulled up to the Preacher's Corner. One of my long time, long, long time friends and brothers. We go way back down like four flat tires. And this brother is doing a tremendous job in the community with kids, man. He is none other than Coach Tony Hobbs. What's going on? Oh, my brother. Nothing much, but how everything going? I'm glad you got me on this podcast. Hey. Talk to has been a back and forth with us, I'm glad we finally got the opportunity to catch up. Absolutely, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, man, and how you're impacting a community. Um, so I'm a basketball player development instructor. Uh, we work with kids from the ages of six years old all the way up to... Uh, NBA uh, guys that have made it. Um, you know, we, we're located in Duncanville. We've been impacting the community about 10 years. Um, our whole vision was just to help kids get to college. You know, at first it was just a few kids and it just grew to over a couple hundred with over no time. So definitely um, a passion I have for it. Um, and also it's a God seeing because this is exactly what I've been doing my whole life. You know, uh, right. the didn't get a chance to, to, to play college ball just from bad decisions growing up and everything, but hoop has always been um, easy for me. Let me say that, you know, uh, just didn't use my talent the right way, but I am now, you know, I'm able to help kids and um, keep them on the straight and narrow so they can go to school for free. That's what's up. That's what's up. So tell us, uh, I, don't, I don't really like name dropping, but in this case, man, it's good for the story. Let us know some of the names and that you've, uh, uh, I heard you say NBA college. So what's, what type of players have you? Well, I mean, if we, if we just like, it's, even in college, like college right now, we got kids in pretty much all the conferences. You know, we got um from every power five school that you can name. I got Colin Smith at Vanderbilt. We got, um, you know, Keontae George that come through our academy wow. and, and train with us. You know, we got Casey. I didn't work for Casey Wallace before. I mean, I didn't work with Anthony Black, Jordan Washes. Uh, these are guys that's currently in college right now. You know, they right. come to our academy from the time they was younger. And then for us, like NBA guys, you know, Emmanuel Moutier, uh, worked with him, uh, Terrence Ferguson, uh, Marquise Bolden, um, that's um, you know, just strong show, but Cam McGriff, Mason Jones, um, Don Sloan. I mean, it, it, Andre Emmy when he was living, you know. So it, it, right. it's, it's a, a whole lot of guys. If, you, if you're in the Dallas Fort area, you know, you didn't came, you're in the right. southern sector of, of, of Dallas Fort Worth. You definitely have come through Bridge Basketball Academy one point in time in your basketball journey. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, I seen um, a picture of you and the legendary Bobby Knight. 
Oh yeah, yeah. That's when we, uh, that was when Bobby and I were. Uh, they see the gym was the gym I'm in now. It's called uh, where the gym I've been in though, this whole time. It's called it's called Duncanville Fieldhouse, but it was once named uh, Bob Knight Fieldhouse. And um, right when he came down for the inauguration when they opened the building, it was you know pretty cool to meet the, the legend and uh, get the opportunity to chop it up with him. Um, and so it was kind of cool to get a photo off with him. That's what's up. So as a coach and you working with all of these players, how is it as a fan, you know, to watch watch college basketball, you find yourself cheering for your guys or, you know, just being a fan? So it's really cool to watch the game, number one. Mm -hmm. Um, That's because it's enjoyable from the – small ball all the way up to college to the NBA but it's really really you know cool when you see someone that you have to invest your time with that um, is out there playing and getting the just do that they deserve from the hard work they put in you know one of my biggest things I tell people more than anything else that God is hard work so if you work hard hard you know you're gonna be able to show the world what you're doing out there so to see these kids at Kentucky or see these kids at Baylor's and the Texas is, you know, it's, it's just amazing to see. Um, and then once, you know, when they get out there and they, they freshmen, it's really cool because they first shot my, you know, since my kids was going, even this past year, uh, my son, you know, he's not in college yet. He going to school next this uh, upcoming year, but we had a couple of kids that come to the bridge and every time they take their first shot, it's always, we, we just super excited. Like just hoping right. they hit that shot. Like they in college now. So it's, it's that's really the most fun part for us stay true man basketball has really been your entire life man from from your dad to your brother having those shootouts in the backyard man we had some legendary games in that backyard man it was some fun memories man um just thinking back, um, I did just mention your brother, uh, Ronald Hobbs, played for t- Texas Tech, right? Yeah, Texas Tech, and he also played for TCU. He played for TCU as well. Uh, was it when Kurt was there? That was after Kurt. No, this is after Kurt Thomas was uh, there. He got he uh, he got a TCU in 2001. He went to Texas Tech from 99 to 2001. Right, right. Was he a part of the, the Everman Championship? Run. I'm sorry. Say one more time. He was a part of the Everman Championship run. Oh yeah, yeah. They they definitely they didn't win the championship that year, but they that was definitely that run. I mean, they was like number 25 in the nation that year when they uh when um they had Tim Lightfoot, you know, Melvin uh, Miller, and man, my brother. They was pretty much the big three. Um, but they had John Turrentine. They would always start with them. Right, Benefactor, right. Because he was just Raymond Green. <laughs> man, man I was thinking back, man. Uh, I believe I think you were hurt uh, mm-hmm. when when my team came up against yours. Um, we had that legendary game over there at Eastern Hills and Showtime. Uh, Warren Braggs hit fifty plus, mm-hmm. and then. Your guy hit fifty plus, man. I was like, wow, this we were a part of some legendary type things right here in the city, man. Oh yeah, but you know, we definitely have uh, had players that come to the city that bonafide hoopers. You know, the only thing about the Fort Worth that it, has been that way for a long time is just 
is small. Right. And the fact that it's being small, we don't we don't get the coverage that we should. But it's coming around now. Definitely, you know, the Marcus James is doing a really great job over there at uh, ODY with them boys. Right. He's doing he an awesome is. job with them. Um, and and so it's, it's coming back. It just takes time. Um, we 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 really are the the mecca of basketball when it comes to uh, mm-hmm. youth basketball in the country, Dallas Fourth area. We and you just mentioned Miller. He said Eastern Hills, and he's at Eastern Hills. Right. So I mean, so basketball is coming back. You know, it just yeah. it's all about the coaching, and then who's there that's coaching. Coaches right. are the ones that bring the actual culture to the school. It's not the actual players. The players are gonna go where the coach, where they feel the coaches are gonna give them the best opportunities, and also where they gonna be able to learn. And I can say right now that uh, from my perspective and looking in. The only why the Easter Hills is those good places to put your kids if you're in Fort Worth if they uh, love basketball. That's good to hear. That is good to hear, man. And in places like Bridge, so uh, you doing your part as well, man. Being being a part of the mecca, and like you said, it was small. So I think that what you're doing to bring bring in different different coaches from other areas to see these kids is an awesome thing that we didn't have when we were coming up. Yeah, I mean, we, we we and my brother we were just talking about this actually earlier today. If we had bridge growing up, right, um, it would be totally different. You know, the the, the good thing of that that we do, we kind of bridge that gap. We right. want to be able to sit here and teach you um, skills, but also teach you how to play basketball. Because anybody can teach you how to do skills um, or, or set you up a court that you can do some dribbling skills or whatever. But it's about learning the game and uh, putting a lot into it. So at Bridge, you know, we typically break everything down to the simplest form so our kids can develop, and that's the reason why we, we've been in business for the last 10 years. That's good. That's good. Now, a lot of people, a lot of people have this mindset that I can learn it on my own and I can do this on my own or or have the connections myself. But where a place like Bridge comes into play, I, how does that set that mindset apart? Well, I mean, you can learn on your own. Right. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's, you don't need a trainer to um, to make you anything if you're dedicated. But how many people in the world like that? Right. Exactly. You know, how many, yeah, I mean, how many people is nine, ten years old is doing things that people are doing is 26, 27 years old? It's not that many. And those that come around like that right there are unicorns. And when they do, you'll recognize them. I and mean, we all do. Those are the ones that just stand out even amongst you all Americans. Right. Um, but um, by coming to Bridge, it actually speeds up the process because when you're doing it on your own, you're figuring things out. Right. But, but when you come to Bridge, we're doing things that we've already figured out that works. So it might take you, not you know, ninety days to improve on just one simple thing that we can improve for you within the first thirty-five to forty days. Um, because well, again, we already understand the process of development. Absolutely, you already have the the basketball IQ and the experience. So that that's a plus within itself. Right, that's correct. Yeah, and the experience is key, you know. Um, and the, the, the experience is, is really key when it comes to knowing what works and what don't. You know, mm-hmm. I see since I started Bridge, it's been 
a ton of different trainers come and go and it's not that they don't understand the game it's just that when it comes to developing somebody it's a lot of different areas that you got to tap into it's just not just you know let's get you on the court and go to the physical part it's more the mental you know this uh understanding where a person is that day when they come to the gym um so that you can help them out you know and we like we have a tendency to, to want our kids to open up a little bit more when they're there so it's it's a lot they go into this player development it's, uh, it's not just skills trust me that's good stuff, man. So how does one uh, get involved? How do they find you? Tell us how we we can find it, uh, the website, the Facebook page, all the, high, the whole nine, y'all. Well, on um, Instagram, we're at Bridge B-Ball. And Facebook is Bridge Basketball. And if you want more information about Bridge Basketball, you can follow us on, uh, on our social media platforms or you can read, go to our website, and that's uh, BridgeBasketballAcademy.com. Good stuff, man. So let's go ahead and give our um, our March Madness picks, man. Who you got? <laughs> I got Houston, Baylor, Texas, and um, Texas. Andy, I'm going all Texas. Baby. All Texas. Wow, that's what's up. Yeah, man. I was shocked to see the upsets from the Swag Ballers. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, speaking on, like, the HBCUs, those kids, okay, a lot of those kids right there are um, no different than the kid going to a high major. It's just, right. you know, exposure. You know, have have these coaches seen you play. In a lot of cases, the coaches haven't. And so that's the reason why a lot of kids go underneath the radar and don't get the scholarship offers that they that they want or even just even deserve is because no one's there to even talk about them or even got the connection. So that's the reason why a lot of these schools from SWACs to mid-majors are popping these uh, high-major programs is because, I mean, it's, everybody can play now, man. Like, a long time ago when we was all playing, if you went to a HBCU, there was no chance of you transferring up to a Power 5. You just right. weren't good enough. Right. And or you didn't have the contacts now because of social media. Yes. Like, oh God, you know, you, you can be in one of these programs and blow it up and the next year you're somewhere else. This transfer portal, it works as well because these kids don't have to sit an extra year. Once they transfer, they can go in and immediately play and they can also transfer with the conferences. That was a big no-no back in the day. Right, right. Speaking of the transfer portal, in HBCU <laughs> what are your thoughts on Prime going to Colorado man yeah, I know a lot of people up in Raw they turn the guy up you know um, I'm not one to judge on nobody and what they do because you never know what person that um, and, and, and what they and what they're trying to accomplish um, right. I saw Prime start out in Pee Wee mm-hmm. um, and I mean I watched it I was right there with it right. um, and and with his name and his status, he could immediately went to a school that he wanted to go to. But he started out in Pee Wee, he grew himself, became a better coach and everything, and got an opportunity to go to Trinity Christian. And he was over at Trinity Christian coaching, um, and, and, and he ended up getting a job at HBCU. So all I see is elevation, if you ask me. 
Okay. You know, your person's going from one level to the next level, and that's how God does. God takes you from one level to the next level. He don't just give it to you all at once, but otherwise it'd be just too hard to handle. And then, and then when he, and then so if Dion would have got this Colorado job when he took on the Pee Wee and he failed at it, then we'll still be talking about it. Right. So um, I don't, I don't have no problem with him going to taking that job because he came in and made it, you know, clear that he's bringing kids from HBCU that deserve to be up there and he's going to bring them with him. Now, if he's going up there and he's just going to say, hey, I'm not going to be recruiting these kids no more, then that's going to be all about the power fives. And that's the difference. But that's not Dion, man. You got to know him. And I know Dion, uh, not like I'm going to go call him up tomorrow, but I know him well enough for where from being in passing that he a real dude. Okay. Okay. Good yeah, still. He, 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 some of these dudes not real dudes that right. we look up to, but that dude's a real dude. That's good stuff, man. That's that's easing on the mind. I know a couple of guys that that was teammates with him, and I've heard some some pretty horror stories from them. But you know, hey, yeah. to to hear that come from you and knowing our history, that that kind of eases my thoughts on the whole process. Yeah, I mean, I know mean, people are super upset, you know, that he never, how could he leave HBCU? Like, hey, look. Right. He doing, what's the difference between Prime and what he's doing for his son and what other, what white people have been doing for their kids for years? The same thing. Right, right. Well, so, from from the perspective I was looking at it from is from the LaVar Ball angle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I understand what he's trying to do for his kids. Right. But the people but was wanna... the people was giving Laval uh, a hard time about stepping in and trying to control the narrative for his kids. So I see it from both sides, and I understand right, as I a you. parent uh, from both sides. But when you take in a position at a different different location after making some promises to parents and them them children on coming to this school and then going to go to accept another job so I was like okay I, I see all diff- all of the yeah, angles yeah, yeah. All I of totally the get it I do I, yeah. I, I really do and, and that's a really great point you saying that he would come to a school and, and get kids to commit right. there and then he don't see them through you know um, cause you got some freshmen coming up that that he recruited some sophomores and they only there now, because and, and of and I can tell you this right here though if they real they gonna go with him Right, right. I saw um, a decommitment to Jackson State um, hit the board yesterday, and he hasn't announced where he was going just yet. Yeah, you know where he's going. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, so it's, it's a lot of those kids that Prime recruited because he's only been there two years. Right. And so the kids that he actually, the kids that was already juniors and seniors that got that COVID year that's still there and he's there because they just got the opportunity to be coached by Prime, then that's, that was, they was already made the decision to go there. Right. But the other kids that came there the last couple of years because of him, which might be 12, 15 kids, you know, I think those kids are going to go with him anyway. The, the one thing that, I, that I've, I've, I've seen online that I can tell a lot of these people that are coming about him leaving and, and leaving kids behind, they have never ever experienced uh, what college basketball is like then. Because right. in all sports, you get coaches that recruit you, and right. then as soon as that money becomes better, I'm, I'm, we know Prime didn't go for the money, but I'm talking about real exactly. life. 
Uh, I'm talking about people that want better for their family. Because right. it's, it's, it's coaches, man, that's, this, this year, they recruited kids to go to certain schools, and man, they was they was gone after the uh, before the season even started because they got a better offer somewhere else. Now, what happens in that case, the kid that actually committed to the school, decommits, he goes to the same school that college coach went to. So it, it'll work out for everybody that's supposed to be there. Right, right, and I and I can take your word for it because you understand the recruiting process, especially working with Bridge. Yeah, absolutely. So recruiters come to you and get your advice on X, Y, Z each player. So we could definitely take you up on that, knowing the behind the scenes of the whole recruiting process. So yeah, mm-hmm. man, you've been doing it ten years. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Ten years, man. We definitely appreciate you for pulling up to the preacher's corner, man. This definitely won't be the last time we we have to get you in studio and do a face to face or either a tour of the uh, the facilities where y'all actually do the training and all that stuff, at, man. So we'll be in touch to get those other things scheduled, man. All right, brother. Any final you. words for Thanks our for audience? I'm sorry. Any final words for our audience? Hey, just continue to believe in yourself. Um, do more. Um, don't ponder on, on things that's out of your control and, and, and always put God first. Absolutely, man. Hey, man. God bless you. Love you, man. Thank you for coming on. All right, man. Love you too, brother. I appreciate you. You take care. Have a good day. All right, man. God bless. All right. God bless. Later. Thanks so much for joining us for The Preacher's Corner with your hosts, Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. For more information, you can log on to our website at thepreacherscorner.net, Facebook at The Preacher's Corner, and IG The.Preacher's Corner. This is an in-house production. We'll see you next time.